Hey folks, we're back. This is Kathleen, the oils lady, and Carrie, and we are talking about harvest again. We were just sitting here um, checking out some YouTube videos. I'll share the links in the comment or in the, oh, what do you call that? <laughs> show notes. <laughs> show notes. <laughs> Not to sound too professional, but um, in the show notes, we'll, we'll share the links and I'll probably share it on my Facebook page. Mom was in a video. It's so awesome in a YouTube video. That was a great video. She just showed it to me and I was really excited to see that. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. So we're going to finish talking about the other harvests. Tell us about the, the story you just told me about the skid steer. Uh, um, one of the corporate guys that in the, in the old days when we did harvest, they used to send guys up from corporate because Gary wanted everybody to experience this. And one of them came up and he was running the skid steer and they used to use the skid steer's head like claws on it and it would pick a bunch of trees up and You'll carry see that it in over. Video. Yeah, carry it over to the um chipper and then and then Jim would use the excavator to feed it. <clears throat> and Doug picked this load up and what he did is he put his he put him up too high and he tipped the thing right over backwards. <laughs> Safety and problems. It was so funny. <laughs> it took him a while to get him to get it right, but it was cute. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. All right. So next, so we we ended on 2000. We were going to start talking about 2013. So tell us where you harvested in 2013. Um, 2013 was the year. Uh, that might have been the year. No, twelve was the year that um, was it was I think that you told they, me that lavender they, and Melissa. You went for lavender oh, and you ended up doing oh, Melissa. Well, that was in two thousand ten. Oh, okay, okay. We one. Nine was when we went for our first um, Idaho balsam fir harvest, and then we went back the following winter. In two thousand ten, we went that winter, and and at that winter harvest, Gary said, "I want you to come to a, a lavender harvest." So we signed up for lavender harvest to go there in August, and, and we that's got in there in Utah. Correct? In Utah, and um, no, in Idaho. Oh, in Idaho. It's still in Idaho at the St. Mary's farm. Oh, okay. In Idaho, <clears throat> and so we went. We actually drove cross country, went to Utah to visit our grandchildren, and then drove from there up to Idaho for the harvest. And it was we had a grand time at that. But we didn't harvest lavender because it was a cold year and the lavender wasn't ready and we ended up harvesting Melissa that year. So tell me a little bit about harvesting Melissa. Because well, that's a flower, correct? No. No? It's, it's like a bush. Lemon balm is what it is. Okay. <clears throat> and it grows in rows in the field. Okay. And the harvester cuts them up and then you have to take it to the distillery and it has to lay on the deck for 24 hours in so the sun. it's a machine that goes through and cuts it's, it uh, yeah it's almost like a um a windrower okay you know like you're cutting when you cut so what hay do you, what do you the laborers have to do uh fork it off <laughs> and and help put it into the so you have to fork it off, lay right. it out and flat. They, and the other thing we did, the other thing we did is we planted new Melissa that year. Okay. We planted new ones, and you always got to go out and weed. Oh, okay. In the fields, because they don't use any, 
They don't use any kind of pesticides or any herbicides. They so don't, everything has to be weeded. Do they weeded. put down any plastic or like uh, uh, straw or anything to keep the weeds down? Um, well, then they might have put some straw down, but most of it was hand weeded. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of weeding. Yeah. It was a lot of weeding, a lot of work, but it was good. It was good work. And, and how many uh, people were at that Oh, Harvest. there were probably 20 people there. Sherry Ross was there. That's where we got to... Now, that, is that still, Sherry like, really invite well. only, or could you just call and volunteer? Um, they usually... Um, how they did it was they... In the summertime or, like, early fall... Well, for summer harvest, it was in April, usually. About now is when they will say it's harvest time if... If they were, you know, I don't know if they're, I don't even know if they're still doing it. Um, and you would send your application in. You would tell them all about yourself, you know, what experience you had, whatever. How would they market this, though? How would you know? Oh, it's on the website. Okay. It, it would come out as a blurb. They send, you know? like, an email or something? Right. They send an email out. They put it on, you know, saying So you can that, still do this? I don't know if they're still doing it anymore. We haven't we haven't been like, to a could, harvest. Could since. I call Young Living and ask? You can call and ask. You can probably look on the you can look on the website. It'll tell on the website. Okay. Um we uh So is lavender harvested kind of the same way then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So then that's steam distilled as well? Mm -hmm. I mean I guess I can read yes, that. Yes, it right? is. I have lavender open. So lavender is in Utah. Uh, plant origin is Utah, Idaho, and France. Now, is the is the lavender from France different than the lavender from no. the United States? No. No. Okay. Actually, the seeds that started the lavender here in the United States came from France. Gary brought them back in his boot. Oh, my gosh. Did he have to smuggle them or yeah. something? Oh, that's funny. Well, he's dead now, so we don't have to worry about getting him in trouble. Um, <laughs> the medical properties for lavender are antiseptic, antifungal, analgesic, anti-tumoral, anti-convulsant, vasodilating. I'm not even sure what that word means. It dilates your... Uh, Blood vessels and lavender is very calming to the whole system. Oh yeah, calms Relaxing, everything down. Anti-inflammatory, reduces blood fat cholesterol, yeah. combats Just, excess sebum on skin. Yeah, it's good for respiratory infections, high blood pressure, or messed up saying all these. I don't even know menstrual problems, skin condition, perennial repair, burns, hair loss, insomnia. I'm not a Young Living consultant. I can say whatever <laughs> I want. And I'm reading for a book from a book. Thank you. <laughs> Burn the book. No, we're not burning the book. No, that's a good book. I know we're not. Actually, but... I think that's the book that Gary might have signed. I'm not sure. Why would you give me a book that Gary signed? Look and see. Look in the front. No. No. Turn the page over. Well, maybe Scott's got the one that Gary signed. Oh, that's... of course. No. <laughs> one of those is is signed by Gary. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> Melissa, I wanted to read about Melissa. Did you say, oh, here it is. Yes. Melissa's in here. Melissa is also from Utah, Utah, Idaho, and France. And it's fragrant influence. Isn't Melissa like the most expensive oil? 
or yeah, close to. It's one of the most expensive oils. Yes, Melissa and Rose. Is it hard to grow or something? Is that why? Uh, you just, it's, it's not hard to grow. It's that you don't, it takes so much volume to make. Sort of like rose takes so many yeah, rose exactly. petals yes, to make. It's the same thing. You, you don't get a huge amount of volume out of the large amount of product. Which is why it costs so much more. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, the fragrant influence of Melissa brings out gentle characteristics within people. It is calming, uplifting, balances emotions. It removes emotional blocks and instills positive outlook on life. We should, every toddler should be bathed in that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It's also antiviral. Yeah, I was Whoops, looking I'm for... Whoops, I'm not supposed to say that, I'm a... <laughs> Anti-inflammatory, antiviral, relaxant, and hypotensive. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the next harvest. Um, well, I think the next year might have been when we did Idaho Blue Spruce for the first time. Um, and then we also... Like we we did the when we did the western red cedar, that's when we did the horses. Okay, and <clears throat> and the western red cedar was, you know, the Idaho balsam fir was over here, but the western red cedar was down in the in the woods, and, and they had dad, trees, your dad right? had to build a logging road for the horses to go over through a creek. And are they're bigger trees? I'm assuming. Yeah, they are. Not yeah. you can't get them with that little skid steer. No, they are bigger trees. Um, um, well, they didn't, <clears throat> the horses were the ones that skidded them out. They didn't have any. Well, the that's why I'm steers, saying. No, the skid steers are just. The see, skid steers couldn't do it. That's why they had to have the horses? Is that why? Oh, well, yeah, because it was a regular logging job in the woods. Um, we did, we did one of them down there in St. Mary's, and then we did the other one, um, in Highland Flats. And and your dad had to build a a logging road because there was a stream that went through it. So um, and then Scott Schuler's dad came and he he's the one that worked with the horses because he has done a lot of horse work. And it was it was a we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet we had a whole lot of fun. And there might even be some videos online about that too. Yeah, we're going to look. Yeah, for sure. So, when did you... So, that was 2000 what? 2013. 14 is the last year we went. Um, and that was the year in the December, in the fall of 13. And January of 14 is when Gary was building the distillery up there. <clears throat> in Highland Flats. <clears throat> and um, it it just made life a lot easier. No more trucks on the road. One time Gary took a load down and he got stopped and he got 14 tickets. 14 tickets? <laughs> yeah. For what? Oh, you know, uh, if you're a truck driver, you understand that. They can come up with all kinds of stuff. Well, they just were picking on him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, um, so it, that by building a distillery up in Highland Flats, that made it a lot easier not to have to do all that trucking of the chips down to St. Mary's. 
and uh, so that they could do all the distilling up in high right there France. that made sense right made made a lot more sense worked out much better <clears throat> okay and and that was it that was the last time you went now how come i mean i know well we didn't go the next year because uh we had a granddaughter that was that was due on the middle of january and we weren't i wasn't i wasn't leaving <laughs> i wanted to meet my granddaughter actually and i did meet her as she was born i was the first person to hold her after she was born she's going to be seven years old oh my goodness in this coming january right yeah because she was born in 14. yep she's going to be seven years old mm, and she is a little miss something <laughs> cassidy we're talking about you <clears throat> um so tell us about did we talk about pine did we talk about harvesting pine? Yeah, one one year we did do some pine also. Um, not a lot of it, but a little bit. Similar to Idaho balsam fir. And it was just that there were some pine trees in amongst um, the balsam fir. Okay. So. So, because it says here in the book that the plant origin for pine is Austria, Russia, and Canada. But you weren't in Canada, so... We were 30 miles south of it. Oh, so you weren't that far right. from it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Eventually, when we get a distillery here, we're gonna, we want to do eastern pine and see what the constitutes right. of that are. Right, or, yeah. They've never done eastern pine, you think? I don't think so, no. Well, that should be interesting. I'm interested to see what that's yeah. like. So, uh, the uses for pine are throat, lungs, sinus infections, rheumatism, arthritis, skin parasites, urinary tract infection, um good to know medical properties are hormone-like anti-diabetic cortisone-like antiseptic hormone-like and lymphatic stimulant hmm. so that's pine and so tell me um while we're on the subject of this kind of thing i thought it would be fun to talk about that remember the story of how gary the christmas trees christmas spirit i think it's the oil that came from the Christmas trees people were throwing away? Was that, am I remembering yeah, that correctly? Yeah, well, yes, one year, one year, I'm trying to think what year it was, I don't know, what, maybe it was 13, must have been 12, December of 12 and January of 13. Dave and I went out and stayed out, actually stayed out there for two months because they did harvest for the two, first two weeks of December. <clears throat> And then took two weeks off and then did a four weeks in January. So we did those first two weeks up there in Idaho and then we drove one of the trucks back to Utah uh, with, I don't know, we had something on it. Maybe it was Gary's truck. I don't know. And I know we brought a condenser back when we went back up to Utah with the truck. But we drove... We drove back down to Utah with the truck, tractor trailer, and after Christmas, Gary would go around and pick up all the old Christmas trees, and that's what they would make Christmas spirit out of. They would distill, because it was several different varieties, varieties of trees. 
Recycling Christmas yeah. trees. Recycling Christmas trees. Okay. That's neat. So is there anything else you want to cover? We have a few more minutes. And I know you have to get going because you have an appointment. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, gotta, I do have to go. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I think that's that's pretty much all I can think of right now. We um, we did have a, a, some groups that came from international people came. There was a group that came from Japan. There was a group that came from Singapore. Uh, we got to be really good friends with a couple from Australia. Awesome. Um, met met a, a doctor from Austria. Is that where? I think she lives in Austria. So by the time you stopped doing this, how many people were at these harvests? Oh, well. Do they still limit? Do they limit? Did they limit well, them? Well, they, they would ha always have to limit. I mean, it, you, you know, you can't have so many people that you end up falling over each other. Right. But we would usually have about 30 to 40 okay. in the group. Uh, towards the end there was room for that much in the that many of us in in the eating we had a nice big kitchen that we built there in Highland Flats <clears throat> so yeah all right folks this is gonna be a short one today um, thank you so much for coming along and learning about this process of um, making oils mom and dad actually want to get into they are their dream has been to have a farm where they distill their own oils and they are they have found a piece of land and are working on getting a grant and actually making that a reality yeah. and my whole family is probably gonna have a little bit of a job somehow just even if it's just my job is supporting them with this podcast and there are other other members of the family that will be supporting them in different ways. So we're excited about that. And when that happens, we will certainly be announcing it. And we would love for you to come and see how this is done. Because I think, I think it really gives people a real um, appreciation for, for, the, for why your oils are not, you know, $2 a bottle. Um, when you see the process and how much work goes into actually making these oils and how much care and concern that they put into this process. And that's only just a part of it. Just the harvest is just the beginning, right? Yeah. And I didn't and even, so I much didn't even go into how, how particular Gary was about um, making sure that everything was very pure. I could tell some stories there also, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. We're definitely going to cover the purity because no, the essential oils are not labeled organic, but um, I think mom has some things she could say about well, there's, that. There's, right. There's, there's reasons for that. So we'll talk about that another time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, and thank you for the five-star review.